How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. We're back a uh, little bit later than the normal, but but here we are. We're back and um, we're talking Batman 66 today. We got a couple episodes about the Clock King. Yep, that yeah. is right. The Clock King. We got the uh, the Clock King's crazy crimes and the Clock King gets crowned. So yeah, that's no, very disappointing. They they at least put the name of the villain, I guess, in both. So that's good. I, yeah, I guess they didn't something. just name one episode the Clock King like last time. <laughs> yeah, Mob Park. Yeah, yeah. good point. <laughs> so I guess that's good. But yeah, it, this is now two in a row that we haven't haven't gotten a rhyme. Although we haven't gotten many rhymes this entire season, we've only gotten three. Three of the the episodes oh, wow. have been rhymes. The the Archer ones, the the uh, the the Catwoman one, and then um then the King Tut one. Those are the only ones. So we're 50-50 with rhymes and not rhymes so far. Mm, but, um, but anyway, so th- those are the two episodes we're going to be talking about. But uh, there's a lot of other stuff to talk about beforehand because we got yes, we got a lot, lot of news. news. It's it's not a lot of like major, major news, but no. but still there's a lot of lot of announcements that has been that have been going on. Um, I guess we'll start with the main thing. The Batman is filming in Chicago now, Ian. Yep. So that's good. It's stuff still being filmed. That's yeah. That, that, that to be honest, that's the only news that matters. There, there's that's still, true. there's yeah. still stuff being filmed. Good. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how like just Chicago is is like just the perfect city for like Gotham. It's not it's, though. I mean, not it's overall, not. but it has so many different places. Like obviously not the skyline, but right. like there's so many like places with like the subway, obviously, and and all yeah. these cool shots that you can really use it again with all the stuff they filmed in like Manchester and stuff that will help. Uh, well, the, like, the biggest thing with Chicago is it has the scale that, yeah. that you want w- without it being, you know, New York. Right. Too and, recognizable. And, you know, I mean, that's really it. It's literally Chicago and in New York. That That's kind of all you have, at least in this country, as far as that level of scale, because, uh, yeah. uh, you know, LA is, flatten all over the place so that's yeah yeah, yeah. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna go there and, and it has some of that that grunge to it like you know when you think of like old school yeah but i, 90s I, I, Chicago. I wouldn't mind seeing more like why did they not film in detroit like that would it be must... that would be so much better like that's the perfect gotham city and oh, i don't know sure. why they don't use detroit more i wonder if it's just really hard to film in michigan or, or it could be taxes that's yeah, usually what filming you don't... locations you don't ever hear of stuff being filmed in Michigan, like no. ever. Which, to, no. well, well, in the first place, I mean, why? But also, sure. yeah, I, I wonder if it's just you know, it's, it's just not easy to film stuff there. But because be I, I would love to see Detroit used more, because I just feel like one, oh, it would yeah, be it's... different, and two, I think it would fit better. Uh, you know, li- like decrepit. the Liverpool stuff, and anytime they film in Europe, same type of thing. It's just it's different. It it adds a better uniqueness to it, and. I'm sick of Chicago. I'm sorry, Ian. I'm I'm sick well, of seeing Chicago. Well, hopefully, again, hopefully it won't be like anything too recognizable in Chicago. I think it would just be again they're going to splice it together w- with the stuff they filmed in sure. England and kind of create their own look for Gotham, which I'm really excited about. Where yeah, it's not it's not just one city that you know by heart. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's true. And um, but apparently they've been filming some sort of motorcycle chase. So yeah, so yeah it looks cool. like we're gonna have a lot of like car and like vehicle action, which is pretty cool. That, that's fine with me. No, Always no, down. No yeah. complaints. God no. <laughs> no complaints here. And I love the I love the 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 motorcycle too. I think it looks great. Yeah, yeah. I think it looks awesome. It's actually a cool looking motorcycle instead of this weird whatever that the bad pod thing was. Don't knock on the bad pod. Eh, the, I'm not a fan of the vehicles in, in the Nolan movies. Not 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 a fan. They didn't do a good job. Sorry. Sorry. I disagree. Sorry. It's a different look, but opinion. I get it. I get it. Don't don't like any of them. Don't like a single vehicle that's used by <laughs> Batman in those. The bad pod is probably the one I tolerate the most out of the three. Really? Um, yeah, I that flying thing is looks dumb and yeah, I don't like the flying thing, but I love the I love the tumbler. And no, the tumblers well. the tumblers dumb. It's, no, it's the, dumb. the only good thing about the tumbler is the scene with Lucius Fox in the first movie. That, that oh, every scene in the first movie that, with the tumbler is great. That, that I mean, yeah, the scenes are great. Yeah, no, no, all the scenes with the tumbler are phenomenal. Like the chases are amazing, but can you drive stick? <laughs> yeah, all that's great, but the tumbler itself is like, yeah, that's that's yeah, yeah. No, it's awesome. And it's done. But anyway, anyway, so yeah, that that's the major news as far as Batman goes. Filming in Chicago, there's a bunch of leaked photos and and videos of of motorcycle stuff being filmed. So on all like second unit stuff, all stunt course, stuff. Um, but uh, th- but that's cool. I like that practical filming chases all for it, all for it. Totally. Um. So that's that's the biggest Batman news. Um. The other one, I've only seen it one place. But uh, have you heard the Michael Keaton rumors? I have not. No. What's going on? Well, one, apparently it was a big deal because he didn't confirm that he was going to be in uh, the next uh, Flash movie when he was on Fallon last week. Um, So everyone is like, that's weird because everyone thought that was already confirmed, but apparently it's not. And he refused to confirm that. Um, Maybe they're still in talks. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, I've only seen this in like one or two places, but apparently there's a new rumor going around that he is apparently signed on for a Batman Bio, uh, Beyond HBO Max series. But I've only seen that in like two places. So yeah. I don't know again, how practical that is, but I, I don't know how practical it is because I feel like at this point we've had at least half a dozen yeah. HBO Max series pitched at this point. And, and and to be fair, HBO Max might be doing like what um um. CBS has been doing with Star Trek because Star Trek needs funding. Hence the fact we haven't gotten a fourth movie. So they'll keep announcing right. possible projects in the hopes of getting like buzz. And then that way drawing in investors. Yeah. And so I wonder if HBO max is doing that where they announce this, everyone freaks out. Oh my God, this is happening. And, and then investors see that go, Oh wow. People are actually going to be buying into this if, if they do the show. So yeah, we'll get them the money. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they're doing something like that, but yeah, cause I haven't heard that anywhere. But I hate I, I've only seen in like two small places, but um, I, I hate seeing that because I'm just like, yes, yes, like, wh- yes, a million times. Yes, please, please do that. That, that would be the first <laughs> HBO Max thing I would be excited about. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be cool. I mean, Batman, <laughs> like I'm all for it. That's that would yeah. be amazing. D- depending be on, I guess, cool. who they got to play uh, Terry McGinnis that I mean, that I mean, Michael Keaton picture perfect old Bruce Wayne for for something like that. Like, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I think yeah. that'd be a million times better than throwing him in a Flash movie. Oh God, yeah, because that would—you could actually let him shine, and it right. wouldn't be 
just shoehorned in there nostalgic. Even and if it was just track. like a six episode miniseries or something. Sure. Like yeah, be, I, don't, I don't need. I don't need. Be, I mean, Michael Keaton's not doing three seasons of TV. No. But uh, yeah, but any that would be. I hate seeing that because it's just like don't give me hope like that. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> Hope and Warner Brothers is a deadly combination. It's a very deadly combination. <laughs> it is. But speaking of hope, there's new uh, set. There's new photos from the Suicide Squad from Empire Magazine. Yes. And yeah. it continues to just look great. Yeah. It just, it, it th- looks th- there's like no red long. flags. There's no red flags with this James Gunn Suicide Squad movie. None. No. It just makes you wish they had done this from the beginning. It's like. Yeah. He clearly under, I mean, it's, it's night and day, like Snyder and freaking David Ayer versus Matt Reeves and James Gunn. Talk yeah. about two sets of guys who actually understand and appreciate what people like about the properties. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. James Gunn totally gets what, how you should use Suicide Squad and what a Suicide Squad movie should be. Hence, he's tweeting like, who do you think will survive if any of them? Right. Yeah, I, I, I like that, how um, part of this whole piece, there was a big thing on uh, Gun, you know, continuing to tease the fact that literally everyone can die oh, in, yeah. in, in this movie. Like, he it's said he, he, he had open range, basically, to to kill off anyone and, and do whatever he wanted. And so that's, he's, he's continuing to tease that. He had a quote um, that said, in the Suicide Squad, some of the characters end up being good, some end up being terrible. They don't just get in fights and say they're going to kill each other. They actually do get in fights and kill each other. Uh, <laughs> you really don't know who's going to live and who's going to die. I was given full freedom to kill anyone, and I mean anyone, by DC. I it's mean, like, yes, yes, I'm in. <laughs> I mean, I'm totally in. I'm in. But I, I... I still would never believe that DC would let him kill Margot Robbie Harley Quinn. I'm sorry. But how great, though. Oh, my God. I would, I would love him forever <laughs> if he did. It would be such a ballsy move. Because you should want. Because Harley Quinn is not a likable. You should not root for her character. She's no. a villain. She's terrible. No, especially not this version of Harley Quinn. It's oh, even God, less no. enjoyable than the way Harley Quinn originally was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, God, no. But that'd be, oh, my God, that'd be awesome. I would... He'd be my hero if he did that because it just seen everyone lose their mind. It would be it's like, well, yeah, it would be she's a villain. She, she and I love how, uh, he, you know, he, he's even been able to get away with it because there's been, you know, the, the John Cena Peacemaker show was already greenlit for oh, yeah, uh, HBO yeah. Max. Like, un, not even with a pilot, like a full, like, I don't remember how many episodes, eight episodes or something was was literally already greenlit. So, like, that is going to happen. And uh, but, you know, and everyone was like, oh, spoilers, he's going to survive. And he's like, no, man, it might be a prequel. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, I I just I love it. I'm so sick. Anyway, it's just we we need this. We need characters to die in comic book movies because it literally never happens. Only villains die and anyone else that dies doesn't stay dead. Yeah. And I like how he tweeted out, uh, like in regards to that fact, he tweeted out. No, he's like, no, Yondu is definitely dead it's like right. thank you yeah yeah michael rooker said that too and they're like no he's, yeah he's dead <laughs> which he should be i know i know uh so um anyway so that 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 came out um actually i think today uh, i think i think yesterday i think maybe yesterday but anyway, yeah. recently um all right do you see uh the talks uh, I guess we'll stay with DC for a second because there's a few other DC things. Real quick, don't care. Uh, new Batgirl, or uh, sorry, Batwoman, don't care. Oh, um, no. uh, do you see the other um, 
reveal that this came out today with uh, the Red Hood is going to be in the Titans season three. No, I knew that was coming. Um, but it, was yeah. there? Is there like a picture or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've released the the first the first look. I mean, it looks great. I mean, but again, yeah, a, lot, I mean, a lot of the Titans designs. Oh looked, yeah, it looked good. You know that. You know they they pretty much have gotten most sets other than Starfire. A Starfire, they pretty yeah. much. They pretty much got most of the most of the costumes and and the looks. Yeah, the look right. hasn't been the show's problem. Mm. I was I, I was surprised. I didn't. I, I'd forgotten if they had even um, greenlit a third season, but yeah, I guess Apparently they did. They have. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I don't care. That that was the biggest weird. That was the weirdest roller coaster. It was of a season of TV I think I've ever experienced in my life. Yeah. Like of anything, like from total disregard uninterest from that terrible teaser terrible to, to then watching like the first episode and you're like oh okay it's not nearly as bad as that teaser was yeah and then okay this is an interesting story and then by about halfway through the season you're like wait a minute no no this is this is bad but then yeah. you're like i watched this far and then you finish the season, oh, you're worse. like this was horrible yeah in front of from what we've heard the second season is no better it's like the exact opposite of the boys season two yeah where, it really is <laughs> where that was a that was kind of a roller coaster because you're like all right this this isn't that great i mean obviously Rocky that had Stark. a high bark from the first season, right, but right. this is really not going well and then by the end you're like okay yeah we we were all right this should have been this should have come out at all at once and it would have been you know it, it ended it ended you know fine it ended really well and it would have been better altogether. That that was not the case with with Titans. It was like, oh, okay, interesting, interesting. Wait a minute, I think I've been fooled here. Wait, so que- wait. Yes, I've been fooled. Oh no, this is horrible. <laughs> so, question: Are are they are they releasing uh, Titans still on that uh, streaming service or it's is HBO that going- Max? It's it's I was, HBO okay. Max. I was gonna say I thought HBO Max like uh, absorbed whatever. Yeah, yeah, they did. Okay, I figured. Yeah, because I was never gonna work on its own. Yeah. So, um, anyway. So that 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 came out officially. We're gonna get the first ever live action Red Hood. Why and why does that have to be in Titans? I know, I know. It's like the same with a uh, Nightwing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It is very disappointing. It is. But uh, that came out okay. Um, then uh, briefly non DC related, Marvel okay. related. You see yes. the uh, rumors of Oscar Isaac playing Moon Knight. I I, I think I saw that it was pretty much confirmed. I've seen I st- everything I've seen has still said rumored or in in like final talks yeah. for it. Like and, and it's not confirmed, but mostly confirmed. I, I would guarantee it since he's already well connected with Disney and yeah, you know that that always happens. Like so many people from Star Wars or other Disney live action projects end up going to Marvel, and it's like Except they like John working Boyega. with the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Boyega <laughs> don't them, um, and possibly Daisy Ridley, but um, yeah. But yeah, no, I I would guarantee that he's he's a show in, and I'm I'm all for it. I think he's I think he's an interesting choice. What about you? Uh, I don't know. I'm not a huge Oscar Isaac fan. I've never been really? a big Oscar Isaac fan. Um, well, for the most part, just the movies he's done have not been movies I've particularly enjoyed. Um, okay. For most of the time, I think he's fine. But I'm not like a huge, you know, I'm not a huge, huge fan. So I don't really care. Um, I I uh, Moon Knight's a character. I wish I knew a little bit more about. I've I've read a Same bunch here. of Moon Knight and everything I've read I've really liked. Um so yeah, so I've read several Moon Knight runs and and Moon Knight stories, but 
it's still a weird character where even though I've read a bunch, I still, it it changes so much based on who writes it and the era that it's in. It's a very, it's not a character that's very set in stone. I guess yeah, that's a good way to put like, it. Yeah, Wait, which like, part of that is by design because the character itself has multiple personalities at different times. Totally, so, yeah, yeah. so that's part of it. But then – and then there's this weird uh, – one of the stories I read, it was this weird thing where he's like uh, a vessel for this Egyptian god, like no. m- moon god. Um, oh, shoot. It's like K- K-H-O-N-S-U. Oh, S-H- I think I've heard of that. Yeah, you cone shoe. I don't know how to pronounce it, but so that that was one. Like, there's just a bunch of weird versions of this character, so it's hard for me to say I'm any. I know a whole lot about the character, even though I've read a lot of stories because yeah, it changes so much. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. So I I don't know what direction they're gonna go because there's a lot of directions you could go to with a Moon Knight character. Sure. Um, you know, different levels of violence they want to bring it because in some it, yeah, some issues, the character's like a brutal, like gore fest, you know, like killer. It's like there's a lot of ver- versions of this character. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very interested in it. I'm all for Moon Knight show. I think that's a very interesting character. And it's a character kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy where you don't have to be hampered too much by by canon. Because the character is kind of so lower tier and so lesser known and and even in the sphere of comics has changed so many times, like there's a lot of freedom you could have with that. So I'm interested. And um, I mean, and Oscar Isaac's a good actor. So it, you know, I'm all, I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm definitely interested. I actually like Oscar Isaac a lot. And um, I think this is probably like the only Disney plus show I'm actually remotely interested in. Yeah, I would Um, agree with that. Well, I I, I I I'm trying to be interested in the Falcon Winter Soldier show. I'm trying to, but just without Cap and and from the sounds of it, Sebastian Stan really isn't into it that much. I don't know. I, I really hope they don't like crap on the character and add some dumb stuff. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'll, I'll, I might give that one a watch, but other than that, I could not care less about any of the others. Yeah, no, I'm I agree. I agree. Um, so that's the one Marvel news thing. Uh, and then the other news, uh, Jared Leto is coming back. Woo. Why? Why? Which is, what do you mean uh, why? What do you mean why? Uh, you know, as soon as David Ayer came out with that Suicide Squad thing, Zack Snyder is sitting there going insane with like, why didn't I do this? Like, you know, this even more so than killer uh, metal CrossFit Batman and dour, depressed uh, Superman. This is the wet dream character of Zack Snyder. Like, you know it. Here, and here's why it's so awful. It's like, even though you and I have gone on record ad nauseum that we don't like the Joker movie. Right. At least that was like the final nail in the coffin. To the And also now with Suicide Squad being rebooted, it's like, okay, we can finally just act like that Jared Little Joker never happened. And then of all fucking people, it had to be Zack Snyder who brings this thing back. From, and you know what the worst thing I've been thinking about with Zack Snyder? You know what he's totally doing now? Because originally, right, what we heard about the the Snyder cut is that it was all done. All right. it needed was was special effects and score. Right. And it's like, no, now they're spending like thirty million on shooting. Yeah. You know, he saw the feedback from some of Justice League, the what the movie that came out. Now I guarantee some of the negativity was stuff that he did. Yep. And now he's going back yep. and reworking stuff. It's like when the teacher tells you yep. to hand in your test, 
and you circle the last couple of answers just for the heck of it. Mm-hmm. Like that's totally what he's doing now. And well, that's a great and, point. And maybe he's doing it to. I doubt it, but this is a hopeful optimism. Me, maybe he's doing it to add more of a definitive ending to this movie because theoretically this should be the only movie. Whereas, of course, you know his original version was going to be the first of three parts. Right. So maybe they're just trying to give it somewhat of a of a closure because they know they can't do the rest of it. But I doubt it. I really think it's him trying to make this the ultimate movie and like fix his mistakes now because now he has the time. Yep. Yep. I agree. That's a great point. That's a great but, point. But it shows you how wrong he is if that in his mind means bringing back the worst rendition of Joker we've ever had. Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, even the five different versions on Gotham they had were at least better than Jared Leto's. I never watched any of them, so I couldn't even I couldn't even tell you. The glimpses I saw, at least none of them had a stupid curse of damage tattoo on their forehead. <laughs> oh, but, there's no. But he's that. damaged, Ian. He is, you know, and it's so easy when when it's written like that, because I forget sometimes <laughs> with the Joker. It's hard <laughs> to tell. It's hard to tell. You know what? I, you know what? Batman is already always needed. Bruce Wayne needs a hero tattoo on his forehead because I can never remember if he is. I know. I know. I know. He's out there killing people. Well, yeah, I guess I guess it wouldn't hurt. It's uh, really hard to tell. I wish they did have one. <laughs> yeah, I guess the Ben Affleck one might need it. <laughs> Oh, God, why, yeah, what the heck? Come on. And then the fact that they're bringing Amber Heard back to reshoot stuff, too. It's just like, oh, boy. Yeah, well, this is really the I hopefully now people will be like, oh, yeah, maybe we don't want to bring all this crap back. But I doubt it. I I am just I cannot I cannot wait for the influx of positive reviews when this thing first comes out with oh, all the people, the just Stockholm syndrome that everyone yeah. is going to have. Oh, yeah, that's pretty much it's what gonna it is. It's going to be so entertained. I'm going to be so entertained. And then within a year or two, then then it will flip back and be like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. We all didn't like this. Why? Why? Why, why did we then like this? <laughs> screenshot, baby. We better screenshot every review and all these people who who praise it. And then, yeah. So then a year later when they're like, oh, no, yeah, it was it was a good thing. They moved on and went to Matt Reeves. It's like, oh, well, if we look at the evidence here. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, no, we're we're not going to forget this. <sighs> even even in that terrible Suicide Squad movie, like he was like the worst thing. Yeah. Cuz David Ayer did the one thing you can't do with the Joker. You cannot make the Joker inconsequential. The Joker yeah. has no effect on anything in that movie. He's just there. That's not the Joker. The Joker literally comes in and changes everything. So when you just have him in the background going, I'm an idea. And, and kidnapping the one bomb maker guy, which leads nowhere. It's like, mm-hmm. you're the Joker? Okay. Nope. I forgot about you. Yeah. How do you forget about the Joker? Because he, you don't put the Joker in a Suicide Squad movie. Exactly. Especially when, and I remember when it was first announced, you know, he was going to be in it. We're like, why? Like, this is yeah. not, it's almost, you know, it's like Batman versus Superman. Again, you just, it's it's a domino effect of bad decisions. Yeah. Why are Why you putting Doomsday? Batman in a in a Batman and Superman movie for the first time? Why is yeah. that the intro? That, no, that's not the introduction. You get Batman his own stupid movie, like yeah. And now why is Doomsday in the movie as well? Well, yeah, that too. But but just in general, like the shoehorning was so bad during that period of DC. Oh yeah. That it was just like no, we need to do Batman now. It's like well, we need to do a movie. No no no, just put him in this. It's like 
No. And then it's the same thing with Joker. We need we need the Joker. It's like, well, we don't have anything for him. Just put him in this. It's like, well, that, that was a problem with the whole DCU. Instead yes. of addressing the issues, they just thought the next big theme would get everyone back on board. Oh, Man of Steel underperformed. Instead of a Man of Steel sequel that fixes the issues, just put Batman in it. It will be big. Yeah. Oh, Man of, that underperformed. We'll get everyone excited about the Joker and Suicide Squad. That underperformed. Get everyone excited about Justice League. Mm-hmm. It's like they should have taken time, fire Zack Snyder after Man of Steel, yep. and course corrected him. This is their fault. Yeah, and also the other dumbest part of this, of all of this, with the Joker and the Suicide Squad in the first place, he wasn't even the plot. Like that's a that's a that's an easy shoehorn in. You do the Joker as the bad guy that all the other bad guys have to stop. Like that's been done before. Yeah. That's a great idea. That wasn't even yeah. it. <laughs> no. No, that again, that movie's terrible. Oh yeah, no, it's unwatchable. Like I, I can I can easily sit through Batman vs. Superman way more than Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, like, even though even though uh, now I have it's to watch, now the couple times I have watched Batman vs. Superman, it has been where I've watched maybe a third of the movie because I fast forward everything else. But Oh you have to. You know, that you can at least do that. <laughs> if you do that with Suicide Squad, you just the movie ends before you're done fast forwarding. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's even more confusing if you don't fast forward. Right. Right. Oh man, so that that news came out. So just why not? Why not, why, man? Why not? Why he not? would. I of all I, people to right. bring back this character, it would be him. Yeah, it would. Um, and now I can't wait to see the Snyder fans act like this Joker is amazing. Because oh, they will. Gonna, oh, for sure, for sure. But but that's going to co- co- uh, conflict with how much they praise the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. So. It's gonna be interesting to see them uh, well, torn those back also and forth. Are different, those are different fan bases. Some of them, but a most lot of, of them are different because most of the Snyder fans are complete blinders. If it doesn't say Zack Snyder on That's it, true. then it's yeah. it doesn't count. So none of them cared about the Joker movie. So I don't know. It doesn't matter. Regardless, who who cares? I don't. I don't care. Um, I don't care about any of the news we just talked about, except that the Batman is still being filmed, If to be perfectly yeah, that's, honest. That's all that matters, yeah. That's the only thing. <laughs> oh, and, uh, uh, and also, speaking of Justice League, sorry, another one. Um, uh, uh, Joe Mangelio, uh, Deathstroke. What? Yeah. Poor guy. I hate it. I, I see this guy in everything, and he's great, and I I can't pronounce the dude's name. It's, it's a tough man, name. Mangelio? Mangelio. Mangelio. I don't know. Something he, Italian. He's coming back. For just which that makes sense because he was supposed to be in the movie anyway so it's like okay well that one makes sense yeah um, and that i'm fine with but, that one um, and again. he looked great again we didn't get to have him do anything but he looked great well but again that's kind of unfair because almost everything looked great oh in, yeah I... <laughs> in this x Snyder movie so that's kind of that's not a good uh that's true it's not necessarily a good you know a good comparison but but he did but yeah, he did look he great was... <laughs> Yeah, he, and he was good for the role, and I wish we could have gotten a Batman movie of, of Ben Affleck and him fighting the whole time. That would have been awesome. It would have been way better than anything else. That's for, that's oh, for sure. So, oh, I mean, man. I guess good. So, well, somehow Zack Snyder's able to get everyone back. So, I yeah, guess. And, and I, I, I love the faith that we're like, oh, yeah, he's really good about handling multiple storylines and a bunch of characters. He's really good about pacing and all <laughs> that. I'm sure that. I'm sure the Justice League movie is just going to ease on by nice and smooth with all the crap. Oh, I'm static. sure. I'm sure It'll it's, nice it's going to be the smoothest filming process ever. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. <sighs> anyway. So that's all for the news. A lot of news. Um, a lot of news. But we got through it. All right. Uh, have you seen any new movies, Ian? Uh, I, I don't even know if you can count this, but last night when I finally got to the hotel, uh, I just 
turn the TV on and that Rampage movie was starting. And so I watched that <laughs> really in the background stuff as I unpacked. And it's it's so bad. I mean, it's <laughs> it's like the most like shameful thing Hollywood can do, really. It's when you think of dumb blockbusters and just cash grabs and 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 like modern CGI fest, it's that's all it is. There wasn't anything good about it. The Rock I, I I guess his contract says he can only be in bad movies, but I mean, he's been in a he's been in a handful of good movies. But like, what's the best movie he's been in? Jumanji? No, um, I don't know. Gridiron Gang was really good. Okay, uh, he's he's you know. in he's in uh, he's in Get Smart as the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, but like, and, he's and like even then, like his best stuff is like the the few parts he's in Get Smart or the the other guys. It's like small true. stuff. That's true. Uh, it, he's great in Rundown with Sean William Scott. That was one of his uh, first movies. Yeah, I'll give him that one. That's a great movie. That's a really underrated movie that nobody ever talks about. With uh, oh shoot, I just oh shoot, who's the bad? Christopher Walken. Yes, yes, yes. Christopher yeah, yeah, yeah. Walken as, as the bad guy. Yeah, that no, that that that's a good movie. Um, I'll give you that, but damn, yeah, that's like one of his first movies, and and I, and I actually like Walking Tall. So it's sad that like his first couple movies that no one remembers and everyone thinks they're terrible it might actually be his best one. His other, um, the uh, surprisingly enough, his best uh, kind of dumber movie, it, the Game Plan, is not a bad movie. Oh, really? It's not a good movie, but but it's uh, not no. it's not a bad movie. It, it's right. well, it's, has, it's fine. It's he has fine. a bunch it, of those. It's not like, nearly as bad as a lot of people say it is, or a lot of the other his other ones are. It's it's not it's not bad. But um, yeah, he has a lot of movies that are fun, like Jumanji, but not good movies. Yeah, and then the first Jumanji I enjoyed. I, I enjoyed that it's movie. It's fun. Um, but it's not I did a good not. Movie. I don't know why a lot of people like the second one more. I didn't like the second one. I didn't oh, I know think a lot the second one was didn't. any. I knew a lot of people that liked that one better. I know a lot of mm-hmm. people, and I don't get it. It was all the funniest stuff were in the trailers, and they were cut. Bit. That's the one thing that drove me nuts about the second Jumanji movie. The funniest parts were in the trailer, but it was even worse. The way they oh, were cut in the trailer was funnier than the way the jokes were cut in the actual movie. The timing was better in the trailer than in the movie. So it's I'm like sitting it- there, and I was like, okay, here's this joke. And I was like, they missed the punch. Oh, now there it is? That wasn't uh, even as funny. <laughs> it's like the the one punch knockout from the Jason Bourne trailer, and in the movie they yeah. use a completely different uh, angle and yeah, looks from terrible. Like behind, like yeah, you can see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, that that so that. Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything. Um, but yeah, that, that's all I've seen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen a handful of stuff. I hadn't seen anything in a while. It had been uh, like almost three weeks since I'd I know, watched so a new sad. movie. Um, well, I mean, I had watched stuff, but I just hadn't seen a new movie. That said, you haven't seen anything. No, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I've been rewatching Smallville, so that's what I've been doing a lot. Oh, okay, Fair a enough. lot of. I'm. I just finished season three today, and I'm now about to start season season four. We're we're getting towards the end of when it was really good. good. Um, yeah. Season four is good. Season five is pretty good, and then season six is like half good and then seven eight nine ten are all if it wasn't for his, cw yeah yeah well because that's literally when it became cw um yep. those last few seasons and it, it, the show is still plenty watchable because again they they get the overall story right of clark Kent becoming characters, superman yeah. and they get well lex is gone after season seven anyway but um oh that's right yeah uh and then they get each season usually has a decent enough arc season arc 
So that's how they can get away with not that great of episodes, and it still is watchable because there's still kind of other stuff, bigger picture happening in in a lot of episodes. That's one of the genius things with the show. That's one of the ways it was able to work for as long as it was. Um, but anyway, I've been rewatching that, which has been nice. But I finally watched some new movies, Ian. I saw a couple of them. I yeah, finally watched of... the two original Superman movies, which, which I still have yeah. not seen. I was surprised. I know. It's just it was one of those where I just I don't know. I was never the biggest Superman fan in the first place. And then I sure. just heard they were boring and then just never just never took the time to watch them. And I, I've been watching Smallville. So I finally watched Christopher Reeve shows up in season two. And oh, uh, yeah, he does. He gets to be basically the guy that tells him about Krypton and, and all that stuff, which is awesome. And that was um, cool. And oh, just that one moment when he said he, he says one of those type of lines where he says something like that, and then you just hear just the horns just just so lightly in the background as yeah. it cuts to commercial break. It's just like, oh, okay, that's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. But uh, so I finally was like, all right, I need to watch these two movies. And the first movie is one of the most frustrating movies I've ever watched. The first Superman movie is so maddening. I mean, it's like it's almost as maddening as like some of the recent DC stuff. At least to me, because I'm like, okay. you have this great idea, and and again, don't don't even I don't want to hear anyone talk about dated effects. These are these were top tier effects in 1978. And, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. Look, you know, it, it look all that's all that's great, all that stuff looks great. You have the most perfect casting, probably of any superhero ever, with Christopher Reeve as Superman. Mm, definitely up there, and it is the most boring slog fest of a movie i've ever seen like there's all these great elements it is the it is one of the worst edited movies i've ever seen yeah probably like the pacing is abysmal there's no plot there's no anything like nothing happens the first 50 minutes it takes 50 minutes for us to get to metropolis yeah we are on krypton for almost 30 full minutes longer than in man of steel all yes yes longer than man of steel all about general zod who doesn't show up in the movie yeah not even until the second movie he's not even in the movie the second movie does a four and a half minute recap of superman's origin and zod and that's all you needed like, yeah it's perfect that prologue. should have been the first movie, but we have Marlon Brando, so we oh, have to have yeah. him on screen for thirty get minutes. Your money is worth. worthless thing. Yeah. It's like I, I was so mad watching this. I was like, "This is," and it's just dull. It's, it's, it's so it's very slow. It's so boring and it's pointless. It is completely pointless. The movie is two hours and twenty minutes. The movie should be an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, like minimum. It was so frustrating. And then even when the movie starts, there, there's no plot. No it, conflict. It, they kind of have the Lex Luthor, California into the ocean plot. But sure. it's it's like two scenes, maybe yeah. three, the whole movie. Uh, Gene Hackman is great, but yeah. I, I don't know what they're making him do as Lex Luthor. He's like a bumbling idiot. Like, I don't know. It's It's a weird interpretation of a Lex Luthor character to me. Which I yeah. think is a shame because it's Gene Hackman. I mean, he can do anything. Yes, again, perfect casting on paper. Right. Um, so that's that's uh that was that was kind of frustrating. I'm not a fan of what's her name's Lois Lane. I'm not I'm, either. I'm just not. I mean, yes, they they have good chemistry. Yes, they, they do. do. But she's just an idiot. 
Yeah, like she's it, literally just an idiot. She's, yeah, she's stupid. Like she's literally stupid. She's like, I'm gonna walk out and jump off this cliff. Stupid. Literally, yeah. she does that in the second movie. Like, like she she's she's an idiot, and it just it bugs me. I'm like, you're not a real person. Like this is not a real person. This is not a real character. Yeah, um, like in my opinion, we still have yet to have a great casting for Lois Lane, at least in movies. No, um, no. Because a lot of people love her. I forget the actress's name. It's uh, it's a Mar- uh, M- uh, Margaret Kidder. Yeah, Kidder. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, and yeah, I was I was never a big fan of her, even though I love the character Lois. But they, yeah. she's never been done well in movies, unfortunately. No. no. Um. But yeah, Christopher Reeves and Gene Hackman are perfect. But yeah, it's, Christopher not, Reeve is just spectacular. Oh. I mean, it and and everyone knew that anyway. But yeah, finally yeah. watching the movie, it's just like this. This is just outstanding. Like this is yeah. just wonderful. And um, which is that's the part that makes it so frustrating because it's like this. There's a real. It's like you're watching. You're like, there's a really good movie in here. Yeah. But it's bogged down by all this schlock that we don't need. And I know, I know this movie was supposed to be like Superman one and two were like the same script, I think, originally. Oh, okay. Something like that. I know there's a lot of that because I know there's a Donner cut of Superman two. Yeah, I've heard um, of it. And stuff like that. But it's just one of, it just, it needed to be trimmed. Everything needed, it's like every scene has like an extra scene in it what that mm. that didn't like an extra conversation that didn't need to happen or something like every scene and just like okay just end it like it's done the scene's over but then it like keeps going there's a lot of that um so anyway the first one is frustrating uh and then obviously the whole i fly around and then they don't yeah, even yeah. know powers they just they he's just uh <laughs> he's literally just a an a dsx machina that's that's oh, what they yeah. do with any Superman abilities. So like, oh, it's Superman. Uh, who's Superman again? Like the screener is like, who's Superman? Like, oh, he can do anything. Oh, okay, great. And then yeah, that's just what they did. Especially uh, in the third one when he has uh, vision repairing powers where he literally fixes a great wall of China with his vision. Somehow. Oh, okay. So we get even better. So in the first one, we have fly around the world backwards, turn back time. In the second one, we have kiss Lois to make her forget things. And then in the third one, we have um, seen things to fix them. Okay, again, good. I'm glad we're keeping a running tally of the new then, Superman abilities. And then the second one too, when he rips off the the S on his chest and traps Zod with it somehow. Oh yeah, I don't even remember that. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff was weird. Uh, Superman two, I liked better than Superman one. Overall, most people do. Yeah, but no, most people don't. At least not really? the movie people don't. No. Oh, um, I've always heard that people like the second like Letterboxd. Cause... The first Superman has a way higher rating than uh, has a uh, has a little bit of a higher rating than the really? second one. Um, but the second one is like actually a movie. Yeah, a little bit more <laughs> concise. There, there's a plot and like a yeah. villain and something's right. happening. Um, the the problem with that one is the whole oh hey Lois I'm Superman immediately. You're just like yeah, oh. which you can't do. It's so annoying, and they did it in such a lame way. And then, um, and then, oh, I give up powers. And yep. what is my biggest pet peeve with the entire thing of Superman? That his powers. He doesn't have be... powers. Yeah, yeah. He's an alien. <laughs> <sighs> and everything, even the good interpretations have to do it. Smallville did it about six times a season. And now, yep. even in this movie, it does it. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Even the Christopher Reeves version has to give up his powers because he's in love with someone he's known for three weeks. You're like, ugh. 
And then and then immediately here's Zod and you're like, yeah, good job. Oh yeah, and also remember he goes into that thing to take away his powers or whatever. And it's permanent. The big things. Oh, this is permanent. You cannot reverse it. And then immediately, oh, here's Zod. Goodbye. And he goes back to the thing. And then he has his powers off screen. Yeah. Just, just back. Yeah. Wow. Same. Okay. That was. Wow. Why did we do any <laughs> of this? Just to have one scene of him getting beat up? Is that the whole reason we did this? Like, uh, anyway. Much. So that, that stupidity aside. I pretty much liked most of the other stuff with, with Superman 2. Superman 2 was fun. And Terrence Stamp was awesome. That was a great oh, Zod. Yeah. What a great Zod. Neil that was a great Zod. character. Yeah. But anyway, so I enjoyed Superman 2 uh, a little bit more as a movie better than Superman 1 for, for sure. But but Christopher Reeve, it's worth watching just for Christopher Reeve because he's just so picture perfect of a character. It's just yeah, it's, it's I mean, so nice to watch. And I think I view these movies as most people do because I haven't seen these movies in, God, probably like 15 years or something. I'm pretty sure. I definitely wish I'd watched these movies when I was younger. Yeah, because I'm sure if I went back and rewatched them, all the stuff you're pointing out now, I would totally agree with. Because I, I think that's how it is for a lot of people where they remember Christopher Reeve. They remember the great score, obviously, yep, and yep, theme. Yep. And they remember oh, yeah. all the good stuff. But then they just kind of forget that the movies aren't good. No, no, no. All, all, a lot of the pieces of it are good. And the yeah. but the movie is not the first movie is not a good movie. And it's sad that like we can't even now we still can't like it's like, OK, just take the things that were good about the Donner films and just use today's great filmmaking yep. and effects and stuff. And, and you have a great superhero or a Superman movie. And they still haven't been able to do that because it's like they miss the heart that those films do or yep. they they. They go too much with the special effects or something, and it's like it's so frustrating. Yeah, yeah, it it, it is. It's it's very frustrating. Uh, yeah, they anyway, are. So I watched those, and I've also been watching horror movies because Halloween, sure. Halloween time. So Got watched the first two screams. Have I need to wait? What? I'll I'll probably get to the third one eventually. Um, the fourth one is horrible. That's unwatchable garbage. But the first is that the new one. It came out in like 2010. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's terrible, but. The first, the first two, I think, are, the first one is is my top three all time favorite horror movies. Oh, first one's great, and uh, the second one is really good too. I think it's un, it's not it, it's not given enough uh, attention for a really well done sequel. Um, and then the third one is is good. It's definitely a couple steps down from even the second one, but it's still decent enough, and it's a good conclusion. Like it's a decent third movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, how amazing is Wes Craven? This guy oh, was dude, able to create a... two of the most iconic horror movie franchises of all time in two different decades. Like that's insane. Yep. Yeah, guy was guy was the king of horror. At least and he when made he my movies. two favorite horror movies of all time with with Nightmare on Elm Street and Scream. Yeah, like that's amazing. That's, that's um, not easy. And then, uh, but my other my other favorites, Poltergeist is another one of my top five sure. fantastic movie. And then, um. Now I just blanked on my other favorite ones. Oh yeah, and Texas. I watched the thing. I watched the, oh, thing, the thing again, oh, cool. which is just. Spe- I'd only seen the thing maybe like once or twice. I don't know why. It's one of those movies I finally watched. And was like, this is amazing, and then I just hadn't watched it again in years. So I finally I, I, was like, I need to rewatch the thing again. I haven't seen that in too long. Watch it again. This movie's like perfect. Like it's yeah. outstanding. I, it's so I, good. I, I, I didn't see it until like five years ago. I was I was so mad at myself. I'm like, how have I been missing out on this the whole time? Oh, it's so, so good. Just Kurt oh, Russell like and Keith David. Movie. Just it's it's outstanding. Um so it's a horror movie where everyone acts smart and no yes. one's just 
let me go into this empty shed that is making this horrifying sound all by myself. It's like, no, oh, everybody- I mean, it, it might be the best suspense movie of all time. Oh yeah. Maybe. Like that and alien maybe yeah. um, as far as other than every Hitchcock movie ever. Sure. Know, I mean, it, it's, it's gotta be up there, but anyway, so I've been rewatching much horror movies, but I finally watched, uh, I watched, uh, the Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Cause I hadn't seen that one yet. And apparently that's like the definitive Jason movie. Oh, so I, I was know like, <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll watch down. Cause I've already been fooled too many times with this series. Cause I, sure. I, originally I was going through and I was watching all kind of the classic horror movies because I hadn't seen them. Cause I didn't grow up watching horror movies. Um, so, you know, so I was like, all right, I'll watch Friday the 13th. I watched it. I was like, Jason wasn't even in this movie. And then I was like, all oh, right, yeah, so I guess I'll original. watch a second yeah. one. And then I was like, there's not even a hockey mask in this movie. And I was like, I'm done. They're going to make <laughs> me watch all of them to get something. So, yeah, it's a very so I strange g- gave up. series. But apparently the fourth one is like the definitive Jason movie. So, so I watched that one. Look, the movie is not good. It is a Friday the 13th movie, but it's worth watching because Crispin Glover is in it. Ah, uh, okay. Pre Back to the Future, Crispin Glover, like like a, the year before, and he is the most unintentionally funny character I've like ever seen in a horror movie. <laughs> and uh, now, to be fair, it might be intentional because knowing Crispin Glover, maybe he was doing some of this stuff on purpose. But the delivery of all of his lines is just—it's it, hysterical. It is—it's hysterical. It, it is—it was—it's worth watching alone, just just for Crispin Glover in this movie. Okay. Um, the, the dance that he does, uh, actually red letter media recently did a, a video yeah, where review. they were going through some of these movies and they, they touch on, they touch on that in one of those, um, oh, as, nice. as well, which, which was perfect timing. But, uh, yeah, the dance he does in this movie is like, d- does Crispin Glover, it, it's kind of like something we make fun of Tom Cruise for where you're like. Does Tom Cruise even know how to, like, do normal things? Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like, in Few Good Men, you're like, has Tom Cruise ever hit a softball before? You know, like, like things like that. (laughs) And, uh, you know, has Tom Cruise ever been drunk before? Does he even know that, you know, it's it's that type of level where you're like, does Crispin Glover know what dancing is? Like, it's, (laughs) it's, it's so, it's so funny. Um, anyway, but it, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. It was enjoyable for what the movie was. Um, sure. And then I watched another horror movie recently. I watched The Fly, the Jeff Goldblum. Oh wow, yeah, Fly. Dan Cronenberg. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that, and that's not a movie I'm watching again. I'm just gonna. No, oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's like horrifying. Look, I, I respect it for what it what it is and what it was trying to do, and all the performances are good, and you know all that stuff is good, and obviously the effects are good, and. Now I feel and good. The story is interesting. All that stuff is good, but I'm like, eh, I don't, you know, I, it just is what it is. You know, yeah. I, I can respect it without particularly caring a lot. And yeah. Or, and like, why you don't get any enjoyment from watching it. So why would you want to watch it again? No, no, not really. Yeah, not really. Um, It was not what I was expecting after everything really? else I'd heard. I just thought it was going to be more of a, I didn't realize it was so gradual. Like I thought. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they do. They do. I I thought it was gonna be more monster. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Like it wasn't what I was expecting. So yeah, I mean, for what it was, it's good, but it's definitely not one I'm gonna revisit. So it's like, eh, you know. But anyway, those are the movies I've watched recently. Okay. Oh man. Um. All right. Well, an hour almost into the show. Now it's time to actually get to the uh, to the actual show. Let's transition to. Batman 66 TV show 
we're talking about two episodes with the with the Clock King. We got uh, the Clock King's crazy crimes and the Clock King gets crowned. So, um, Ian, what, what what did you enjoy? One, did you enjoy these episodes? Two, what did you think of uh, Walter uh, Walter Slezak's The Clock King? Uh, overall, I would say I enjoyed the episodes because they had a whole lot of um, shiny moments throughout them. Uh, definitely some stuff that was really cool. Um, and some overall really good scenes and, and elements. Um, uh, who's the actor that played the clocking? Um, his name is a uh, Walter Slezak. Slezak. Yeah. I can't say I was overly blown away by him. Uh, I, I mean, I thought they did a good job with the character overall, but I, I wouldn't say his performance was that noteworthy but uh i thought it you know it worked for the story pretty well but i uh, overall i thought these were pretty decent episodes i don't know what about you i i didn't like them all that much i the, no? i think we we've kind of we've been on kind of a skid the past few few ones um yeah ever since uh minstrel it's been yeah kind of... yeah even even the king tut episodes weren't that great even though king no. you know king, king uh, victor bruno is is great as king tut the, the episodes were lacking and uh Obviously, the Ma Ma Parker episodes weren't very good, and I kind of thought this was more of the same. It's like, it's just lazy. It's just not a lot of effort is being put into the show, I feel like, at this point of whenever they were making it. I don't know if something else was going on. I don't don't know, Warner Brothers or something, but it just seems like there's just not the same level of effort that we've seen in previous episodes. It's like they're kind of complacent. You know, like they don't feel the need to innovate, and they've kind of... They know all the same beats to hit, and you kind of see that with shows, well, with a lot of shows in general. Once they like yeah. really hit the height of their popularity, they know what people expect, and they just kind of phone it in. Like, okay, well, as long as we give people what they always like, yeah, we're okay. It really and, and seems like, like, all right, here's the cookie cutter things we do in these episodes, and that's what we'll do, and that's it. Yeah, no, no need to reinvent the wheel or anything like that. No. Uh, which you know can be comforting for like sitcoms and stuff like that, but sure, sure. You definitely want, you know, shows, you know, like this to kind of try more. But, um, but yeah, I would, I would say there's still some really good stuff in this episode. Um, oh yeah, no, there, there's a few, there's a few good moments. Um, the, uh, the whole, the whole art festival thing was, was entertaining. Oh, and that was actually kind of a clever heist the way he, like, you know, he unveils this weird contraption, mm-hmm. but during it, he's actually drawn into the wall. I'm like, oh, that's actually, right. you could actually maybe see that happening in some type of movie just with like a different device or something but i'm like okay that's actually pretty grounded but yeah that so that was fun the 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 weird hamburger joint thing was completely pointless (laughs) it was completely for it literally did nothing like the person they were there for wasn't even there like like, oh yeah she quit three weeks ago complete waste of time but But it was such a funny scene enjoyed it like (laughs) oh yeah that's the type of stuff i like with that show like that interaction with batman and robin is exactly what i'm looking for with this show it's like, just oh, whole, well, we, we better eat because growing boy. Rob. You're a growing like, boy. That's, <laughs> that, that's great. And, and then the freaking waitress is like, why don't you try the bad burger? Yep. The bad burger. <laughs> it's like, what? And he, he reads a little tagline. He's like, we would be. He's like, I'm honored to have this. <laughs> I thought that was great. That was great. Yeah. See, I agree. So it was completely pointless. But but like that. Yeah, that I enjoyed that. See, that's I enjoyed. the stuff they know people want. And so they go, OK, as long as we have that, it doesn't matter if the main plot with the villain is is lame or kind yeah. of you know lazy as long as we have this stuff at least you know people will at least keep coming back every week 
yeah, that was that was fun. I I enjoyed that. Also, just the whole point when they're sitting there and they're watching the Clock King on TV. Oh yeah, like, huh? This looks you know he looks kind of familiar. And <laughs> print a picture. Like, Let's print a picture. So they back computer sends them a picture and then they just drawing it. Drawing it. That's like the high technology we got here. This yeah. Batman does. We can't Draw even have facial. The facial recognition is a pencil drawing on, on a piece of on a picture. Yeah, that and was pretty good. That was fun. I enjoyed that. That was hilarious. Just the fact that they they weren't sure. Like, oh, yeah. is, is this it? Like, that was. I, but now I they are. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. No, that was definitely good. Um, uh, I thought the uh, I thought the death trap was actually pretty fitting and and uh, yeah. Uh, granted, yeah. how they get out of it is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. But. Um. That's another. Yeah, no, the death trap was fine. The, the hourglass thing we've seen done a million times. It's a solid. It's a solid death trap. And it um, makes sense with this villain. Obviously. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, the whole. Okay, so they tip. For those of you that don't didn't see the episode, they they tip the hourglass over to escape, and it doesn't break like they thought it was going to. So, Robin has a comment about being caught in a squirrel yeah squirrel in a cage and batman goes that gives me an idea (laughs) push like you're like squirrels in a cage and they start rolling (laughs) the thing out thing and you're like right off the bat you're like that's wrong it's hamsters yeah i was gonna say hamsters hamsters. like how how did you get that wrong no one has a pet squirrel no (laughs) there's no squirrel cages that roll like what it's not a squirrel ball it's called a hamster ball like yeah yeah uh, so that drove me nuts. I was like, no, that's wrong. And then they drive it out in front of a car. A car smashes it and they're fine. That's how they get out. Like, I'm pretty sure that would be the death of Batman and Robin. Yeah, it knows how to show it, too. It's like, right. oh, car and then cut. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, uh, that, that could have been done better. I liked the fact that the henchman puts the wrong clock in Wayne Manor. Or oh, yeah, that was, that was wrong thing cool. in it. That was kind of funny. So I don't really know what that whole plan was because they never go through with that part of the plan. They just yeah, take the clock back like and then they move on to, to the other plan. And you're like, well, then why did we have to do the other one? I mean, I guess he was trying to steal the watches and that was part of that plan. And then he just like, sure. oh, it was like, oh, we're already here. And then so I guess I kind of was foiled at that point. And then they're like, oh, it's kidnapped and Harriet. Oh, wait, no, we're not. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I guess. Oh, OK, we won't. That's <laughs> so, too much effort. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's fair. It is a lot of effort. We've seen her kidnapped before and it's not it's that's not true. easy, you know. Yeah, especially when you have to kidnap her stunt double or stand in, whatever. <laughs> over boiling oil, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like it's like his face falls. You idiots, you've catching their stunt doubles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, uh, the whole thing with um, the Clock King and when they are robbing Wayne Manor and they knock Alfred out and then... Alfred having like or one that that whole like cut back and forth I I thought was hilarious where they're like oh yeah meanwhile in the bad cave <laughs> the right meanwhile in Wayne yeah. Manor above <laughs> they did it like six times and you're like okay that was funny that made me laugh that, yeah that that cross cutting was 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 entertaining and then, and, then, and then seeing them go up the poles was kind of interesting never well, seen that we saw, yeah we have we saw that oh, for the have? first time in the movie oh that's right yeah fair enough when he goes up uh. And he goes up, up the bat pole. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's always fun. Um, yeah, the, the, the clock King's plan at the end to knock everyone out in the bell tower and then go in the helicopter pad and steal the million dollar clock. That's going to be dropped off there. 
Yeah. Eh. Yeah. It Fine. could have been. It could have been better. That was yeah. a little little weak. Um, I I did like the the fact when he's like, uh, if I had a more interesting plan, huh? What? I thought uh, Mob Parker actually had the more interesting plan of taking oh. over the prison or whatever. Yeah, no, that yeah, that was a way better plan. But uh, yeah. But the best part about that is when the girl is like, "Oh, I didn't know you could fly a helicopter," and he's like, "For a million dollars, a man can do almost anything." You're like. <laughs> Well, I mean, I get if he's stealing that as a real quote from someone, which he might be, I I don't think he's using it in the proper context. No, no, I'm pretty (laughs) sure it's not. I'm pretty sure it's like the links you would go to is more of what that quote's supposed to mean. Not it can magically make you do anything. No, (laughs) but I do think that's funny anyway. Oh, sure. (laughs) Um. But, uh, yeah, um, a couple interesting things about this episode. Uh, one, we get Sammy Davis Jr. coming out yeah. of the, he gets to be the guest Cameo. spot coming out of the window. Now, why he is practicing in an abandoned clock factory, I don't know. Well, they just have the shoe horror in, you know, him practicing in general, of course. <laughs> but, know. yeah, why he would be doing it in that building, same I thing, don't know. Same thing with the Green Hornet and Kato. Why right. are they, why would in they be in police Gotham? headquarters? Just yeah. in the middle of the building for some reason. <laughs> you know, it doesn't them. doesn't make any sense, but you know, we have to get the celebrity cameo in there. And he has um, to say what they're known for, you know. Oh yeah, of course. Of course. I yeah. mean, because it's you know, the kids don't know who these people are. Um no. although everyone knew who Sam Davis well, Jr. Yeah, was that's, back that's, then. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um But uh so that was fun. The other interesting thing I didn't know, you know who this episode who these episodes were written by, Ian. I sure do. Yeah, I was surprised when I saw it. I know, co-written by Bill Finger, of all people. And it's disappointing because you're like, come on, man! Of all the people, like, you should have written a better episode than this. And you would think it's like we finally get Bill Finger. What what famous villain is he going to do? The Clock Clock King, who's not even a Batman villain. No, he was a villain. He was a villain originally written for Green Arrow. He's never even a Batman villain in the comics in any iteration. The only uh, yeah, time he's say, ever a Batman villain is in this show and in the animated series. Animated series, which works out for us. And yeah. A little, you know, link. But well, yeah, sure. I but, was going to say. Yeah, no, he's he's a Green Arrow villain and then a Suicide Squad villain. And like, but he's not a Batman villain. So it's kind of weird that, yes, this is a real character, but he's not really a Batman villain. And again, for all characters for uh, or for all villains to build, to have Bill, Bill Finger actually pen it's like we really need you to come in to nail this very difficult you know character of the clock king who right. bill finger bill finger is probably like who it's like i didn't do the <laughs> clock king what are you talking about is, is that mine or is that one that bob stole <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah it's so disappointing because these are the only two episodes that he writes on for this whole really? show yeah these are the only wow. ones and you're like that, man, that's just that's so disappointing it is. When did he die? He died. He died later in on. like uh, seventy, uh, like seventy nine, maybe seventy four. Yeah, he died in seventy four. Damn. Yeah. He's got a million credits now, though. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. All now characters created credits, but uh, yeah, I'm glad they finally started putting his name on like the movies and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, I... yeah. But yeah, he didn't write hardly anything, like as far as movies or TV. Hmm. Um. He let's see. He wrote. He wrote three episodes for 77 Sunset or Sunset Strip. 
he okay. wrote some Batman and Robin short from 1964, and there's oh. another one in 1965. I don't know what these are. Oh, interesting. I think, yeah, I don't know what these, I have no idea what these are. I don't know if it's an animated thing. I doubt it. I can't tell what these are. These are, it's not the cereals. This is something else. Yeah, I've never heard of these. Huh. Oh, that's good. Maybe these were pilots. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But um, then he wrote Snow Devils. He wrote The Batwoman. Wait, what? Oh no, Han! No, he didn't. That was a character-based thing. Oh, I was gonna say. This is like a French film. <laughs> Weird. Or maybe it's, like the... yeah. This is like a French bat. There's a French bat. Okay, yeah, that's like the Japanese Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> weird. Or Spanish? Wow. Is it Spanish? What? He, was he I don't just, know like, what this thing was he like a Rick Dalton going over to make the Italian Western films? Maybe. <laughs> I man, let me see. What is this thing? Yeah, I don't know what this is. Oh, uh, more, maybe it's an. It looks like maybe it's an exploitation film. Okay, I yeah. bet it is. Batwoman yeah. in a bikini. Okay. That that would explain it. In, interesting. Anyway. French. Yeah, he didn't write that. It's it's a character based thing. Um. So let's see. Me. He wrote the Green Slime. Okay. Um. There's a Batwoman in Rob. How many of these weird exploitation things were made? Dude, he uh, he must have like been in debt or something. I mean, no, no, he didn't to... write any of these. All of those, I mean, he, he didn't still write. might have gotten credited, and so he might have gotten some type of um, payment for it, or like man, allowed them several to use of them. them. Yeah. Batwoman and Robin meet Queen of the Vampires. Oh wow! Yeah, Boy, these are definitely a lot of weird things going on, man. These are um, definitely talking films. Anyway, uh, let's see. He wrote Track of the Moon Beast. And then that was it. Then that was the last. That was in '76, and he. Wow. So that came out after he had already died, and wow. then everything else is just character, you know, character Based credits on, yeah. from then on out. But um, man, yeah. So he didn't do a lot of writing. He didn't do a lot of stuff for movies and TV. But it's disappointing I, that this is what he got. Yeah, I wonder how they managed to finally get him for this one and what the yeah. Maybe maybe they knew it just it wasn't one of their better episodes and, and like wasn't one that was gonna get people excited. So they they brought him on in the hopes that it would get people excited. But but, but at the even, time he wasn't even credited as creator. I of was Batman. gonna say, but people didn't even know he was the one behind Batman. Right, at the so time, it couldn't so. have been from that. Wow, weird. So I wonder what the what the issue or the the reason was behind it. I have no idea. It wasn't no. But uh, yeah, this is a. Anyway, yeah, these these are some weird episodes. The Clock King's just a, eh, he he's just he's fine. Like he's, yeah, he's it's nothing just, like too fine. outlandish or anything. But well, it's nothing different. Like it's really nothing yeah. different than than we've seen a million times before. With, with I would say I would be kind of stars. I would be kind of interesting to see him and like Bookworm team up as like a villain dynamic duo. I feel like they would kind of work well together. I just want to see movies. Bookworm again. It's the biggest oh, sure. cry and shame. It's the worst. It's the biggest sin in the history of this show is the fact that Roddy McDowell was only used for one episode of Bookworm. Like yeah. that is, if there's one thing this show really messed up, it's that. Yeah. Cause that is the best, like next level character in this entire show. And those episodes are spectacular. And for some reason, just once one and done, you're like, that's just such a shame. <laughs> and now I just want to watch the bookworm episodes again. 
Yeah, we're we're past that. Giant cookbook, man. That those are so those are so, so good. Those are so good. Uh yeah. So yeah, we we're still in kind of a slog right now in um in in the Batman show. Uh, this episode these episodes aired on October twelfth and October thirteenth, nineteen sixty six. Um, they're episodes eleven and twelve of season two. And uh, the first one has a 7.5 rating on IMDb. The second one has a 7.4 rating on IMDb. So just right middle of the pack, pretty much. And Sounds about right. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the good news is, Ian, guess what we get to tackle the next time we're in 1966? Oh, next time we got Egghead, right? We got Egghead. All right. We're so it's about finally, to be better. We're finally stepping out of kind of this mediocrity and we're getting into into some classic episodes finally all right i'm so, down for that i am uh, i'm super excited about vincent price's egghead because that's another top tier new uh, you know made up villain for this show yeah i mean if there was like a mount rushmore he's de- he's definitely up there for for, for who would the, be the others then obviously uh, bookworm for sure um king tut king tut Okay. And uh, for me, probably the minstrel, at least at this point. Yeah, so far, yeah. Minstrel was great. Um, we're we are gonna get um Cliff Roberts and Shame coming up a little oh, bit yeah, later Shane on the season, which I do him. enjoy. I enjoy that character a lot too. So, I mean, there's some others. That fourth spot is maybe kind of a toss up. Maybe we'll have to get to the rest of the show. Yeah, to, yeah. To complete that uh, that Mount expect. that Mount Rushmore, but but those those three for sure are up there, and so that's gonna be a lot of fun. That'll be the first time we get to see Vincent Price's Egghead. And are uh, going through going through the show, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. If you haven't seen Egghead, Ian, it's gonna be fun. It's I just know fun. about the character. I just I haven't seen the episodes. Um, think of like um, you know Arnold Schwarzenegger in Batman and Robin. Fortunately, if that was good, okay, it's kind of like cool. that. That's it's quite sim- interesting. But, well, not exactly. I'm I'm more thinking of the speech puns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's it's like that. As far as that goes, but just way better because it's, you know, it's Vincent Price who's, yeah. you know, you can't even compare to Arnold Schwarzenegger when it comes to acting. Oh, no. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger can't really compare to anyone when it comes to acting. No, Arnold Schwarzenegger is Arnold Schwarzenegger and yeah. that's it, um, which is great. He's not an actor. You know, oh, yeah. in certain, you know, if, if he's supposed to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, it is. It's it's which great. No one better. Oh, he should be. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, but anyway, so that's going to be fun. But next episode, we're going to be back in, uh, the Batman animated series with, um, well, we, we go down a little bit from, we don't have the demons quest again. And that it's, was a pretty big guy. Yeah. It's true. It's, it's a little bit further down. Um, but we do have one of my more entertaining, at least for me, oh, yeah, sea level villains Olympus, right? with Maxi Zeus. Yeah. Maxi Zeus is a character plucked right out of 1966 Batman. I mean, totally. he's a straight up Silver Age Batman character, which we haven't had a lot of with this show. No, not in the animated series. You know, it's taken a lot more seriously than most of the Silver Age stuff. So this is kind of I'm trying to think if we've had another character like that. Um, the animated series. We've had some goofy stuff, but I don't think we've had like a true, like sea level, you know, um, uh silver age villain yet i don't think so so i i i enjoy this character he he's entertaining so <laughs> the the goofy person who basically king tut to be honest like 
that that's basically who they base King Tut off of. Is yeah, pretty much is, is Maxi Zeus because it's the exact same thing. He's a scholar of mythology, gets hit in the head basically, and then thinks he's a reincarnation of Zeus. So yeah, trade Egyptology with Greek mythology. And you're, yeah, you're set. they basically just plucked the Maxi Zeus character for King Tut for, yeah. for all intents and purposes. So. So I, I, the episode's not that great, but I enjoy the character. Um, we then get probably, or no, I take that back. I forgot. We then have Read My Lips. That's a great episode. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We get the the first ventriloquist episode, and that is a good episode. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we're talking yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that one. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. So that'll be the best episode that we cover. And then we do probably bad? the weakest Mad Hatter episode with the Worry Men, oh, which yeah. isn't yeah. that great. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, we have more. It's basically a Veronica Vreeland episode. Yeah. Which no one really wants, to be honest, because no one cares about Veronica Vreeland at all. No. So those are the three episodes we're going to cover for uh, the animated series Fire from Olympus, Read My Lips, and The Worry Men. Um, yeah, so that'll be next episodes. Um, yeah, make sure and follow us on Twitter at Uncaped Review. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand. You can follow me in Bar Park. Yep. So go ahead and do that. Um, go check out our YouTube uh, YouTube channel, uh, the Uncaped Crusaders on YouTube. Uh, we got our like eight episodes of Movie Swap that we did on there. So check that out. Also, a handful of uh, of other videos that we made. We ranked our top ten, all the live action Batman's we ranked. Yep. Um, so yeah, we have some pretty good stuff on there. We haven't had a new ep- a new video out in a while. We might. Yeah, it's hard when we're apart like this. Yeah, we'll fi- we'll maybe figure something out to maybe get some stuff up at some point. But uh, go check that out. Um, yeah, any uh, any final thoughts, Ian? Before we sign uh, off? No, excited about uh, Mandalorian coming back. Oh Friday. yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Mandalorian comes oh. back this week. Yeah, so hopefully, uh, granted, it's like the boys. It's only gonna right. be one episode, but it's but a this little is actually more- designed for that. Exactly. Yeah, it, it suits a little bit better for his formula. So excited to have that back. Uh, yeah. God, when was the last time you were ever excited about anything Star Wars? It feels like the, the last time the Mandalorian was coming on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I hope it's good. But I'm sure. It will be. Uh, I I hope so. I hope so. It's the uh, only thing they got going for them right now. It is. It is. They better not mess it up. Um. All right. That does it for this episode of the Cape Crusaders review. Again, I'm Mark. Ian. We'll talk to you guys next time.